Welcome to the Life After Life podcast, where we explore our soul's physical and non-physical journey. I'm Majana. Let's discuss angels, guides, and loved ones from the other side. Hello, friends. Good to see you today. We have a Thomas in the house. (laughs) (laughs) That hasn't happened in a while. Not for a while. Been a little busy. A little busy. I wonder if y'all have missed him. I have. I don't feel like I see him. (laughs) (laughs) Well, in honor of Halloween, I was trying to figure out what can we do. And gosh, it seems like energy is so heavy. If you listen to Thomas's Fun Astrology podcast, you kind of know why. And if you're into astrology at all, then you know about this whole Saturn-Pluto thing that's bringing on heavy energy. And so many people are saying that, ah, it just... I just feel like I'm under the gun all the time. So I really wanted to do something kind of fun and light. Lighten it up a little bit. Yeah. Good. So this is sort of a medium's version of spiritual bloopers. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe the side of being a medium that people don't think about. because Spiritual bloopers and practical jokes. Now there's one for you. (laughs) Sometimes it feels exactly that way. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Yeah, so I thought I would just share with you some of my favorite experiences or interactions that either caught me off guard, caught somebody off guard, or just had humor built in there. And sometimes you just have to see humor no matter where, no matter where you're looking, right? (laughs) Right. So one of the first things when I was thinking about this, one of the first memories that came to me was... Not too long after I opened back up to this part of my life, I was had two young children. I'm a single parent, and it was dinner time. We were having leftovers. So I just put something in the microwave and was standing right there. Put it in for too long, but standing there because I was going to turn it right off. Well, in the meantime, my daughter yells from the bathroom, Mom, the toilet's overflowing! So I had to go running in there and while I'm trying to stop the water from overflowing and just turn the water off I remembered the microwave and I thought oh well that's not going to work it's going to be crispy it's you know just totally overcooked by the time I'm done here so I finished up in the bathroom went in there expecting like absolutely charred food in the microwave and it was perfect with time left on the microwave timer I was absolutely shocked just standing there looking at it and I I had I thought oh my gosh this was a gift somebody did this so I said who did this this is so cool I just feel like somebody cooked dinner for me who took care of this and the radio that had not been on came on and the song that was playing was Bubba shot the jukebox <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> that's all I remember of that song but I was like what Bubba. Okay. Bubba cooked dinner for us. Thank you very much. Thanks, Bubba. (laughs) Exactly. It was perfect. They are very handy to have around. So one of the other fun things that happened, and this was years later, I have a brother who was killed in an accident in his mid-20s. And when my son was little, he had a remote control car. My brother, Todd, loved Brock's remote control car. And he would, now Todd in spirit, would just 
like take over and zoom that car all over the place. Especially, you know, sometimes just to say hi or let us know that he was in the house. Well, my sister was at the house visiting, and we were sitting in the living room. All the kids were outside playing, and here came that car from the playroom flying through the kitchen like full speed, came into the living where we living room where we were and spun a couple of donuts and stopped facing my sister. And she just looked at me with, you know, rather disgusted look. And she said, um, I thought all the kids were outside. I said, they are. And she goes, <laughs> you know, I absolutely hate it when you do that. I said, it's not me. <laughs> Todd is just saying hi because the two of them were probably the closest. Uh, so she and Todd were certainly closer than Todd and I. So, Anyway, she was, yeah, not, she didn't appreciate that. I saw quite a bit of humor in it. And then there was another toy that Brock had that was a backhoe. I only know that because we had the toy. And it was uh, battery operated. So it made the, the noise and you could move the arm around and so forth. So again, we had friends over and all of the kids were outside playing. And my friend and I were in the kitchen cooking dinner. And all of a sudden, the backhoe came on. And she just kind of looked at me funny. And she, we had been friends for a long time, so she knew the deal. She did not see spirits, but she knew it was a part of our life. So she kind of walked in the playroom and walked back into the kitchen. And I, I said, all our kids are outside, right? And she said, yep. I said, so who's in the playroom? And she goes, I don't know, but it's none of ours. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when people roll with the punches. <laughs> Do a quick head count. Yeah, exactly. So in that same house, Todd was, Todd, Brock was very <laughs> young, and that's where he saw his first spirit. So we were in his sister's room, actually, and I was busy, and he suddenly said, Hey, Mom, did you just see that man? So I looked at him, obviously rather perplexed, and, and he, he looked puzzled. And he said, this guy just walked in the door. And he walked across the floor and kept looking at me the whole time. And then he just disappeared into that wall. Hey, Mom, I think dead people live in that wall. And he, he, was, he told me what the man was wearing and so forth. And he said, did you see him? I said, no, Brock, I was kind of busy. And he said, well... He just stared at me. I said, well, did you say hi? Did you say anything to him? He goes, no, he was kind of just didn't look very friendly. And I said, well, you were totally freaking him out, weren't you? He was completely looking at you, wondering if you could see him or not. He's not used to that. So next time, say hi so that he knows he's welcome and, and you can actually see him. You freaked him out. So another situation that came to my mind really had nothing to do with the spirit. I only thought it did. So I was in my car, actually getting something out of my car, and I saw a reflection in the window. So to me, that's what spirits look like. Sort of like, you know, if it's dark outside and light inside, and you see your reflection or somebody's in the window, so it's kind of transparent, but definitely you can make out features is often how they look. So I saw that and just assumed it was a spirit, and I didn't think anything of it because if they need my attention, they're going to get it. So I finished doing what I was needed 
to get, shut the door, turned around, and there was somebody standing behind me. I jumped and screamed, <laughs> which made that person jump and scream. Like, ah, you need to make noise. You can either be dead and I see you in the window, or you can be real and I see you here, but you can't be both. I need to know which one I'm dealing with here. Is it live or is it Memorex? Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly right. And all of a sudden the glass breaks. <laughs> I wonder how many people remember that. <laughs> yeah, that's dating us, isn't it? Yes, yes. So one of my absolute all-time favorites that shows how creative people can be, and when you are no longer here, you maintain that personality on the other side. And so one of my absolute favorites was this guy. I was just waking up in the morning and this man appeared in my dream. But remember that old, oh gosh, there were books and maybe even a cartoon called Where's Waldo? Oh yeah, sure. And if I call recall correctly, Waldo was dressed in a rather interesting manner. I don't remember exactly, but I'm thinking it was like blue jeans and a red and white striped tea, uh, long sleeve shirt. And then he had a stocking cap that was also red and white striped. So... You know, Waldo would be put in a crowd or in some busy scene in the books, and you had to find him, and some were challenging and some were not so hard. But in my dream, I was sitting, it was so weird, I don't know why, it was like at a Swiss chalet on a, at a ski resort. And I was sitting outside on a beautiful day, noticing, feeling that somebody was staring at me, and I looked over and there was Waldo staring at me. And I thought, okay, that's weird. And I looked a little bit later, and he was someplace else, still staring at me. And I, as I woke up, I was very aware of Waldo still being present and staring at me. And that was the coolest thing because it was this spirit trying to get my attention. And his whole point was, where am I? <laughs> I love it. And I told him, I said, okay, I got to tell you, the whole where's Waldo thing I love it. Most unique, creative way ever to ask your question. So he was wondering, is this purgatory or what is this? We ended up uh, having a great conversation. He was a lot of fun. And then he crossed over. Wow. Creativity. It's great. All right. I just have a couple more. One of them actually was very, very recently. I was meeting with a client and I was in the, here in the office with the door closed we were talking, and boy, she just had a lot of people on the other side that were coming through. And some, remember, they maintain their personalities on that side. So we were communicating with one of her loved ones, and my door, I was aware that this person was not so patient. It was this guy. And he literally started opening the bedroom door like, let me in, it's my turn. And I had to tell him, like, cool it. It's not your turn yet. Just be patient. And I told her that she just, she started laughing. She knew who it was. She said, yeah, he wasn't patient here either. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> Yikes. Uh oh. Practicing virtues. I guess I better work on patience. I'll go before you. That could be a, a bit of a challenge. Hey. Come back tapping my foot. Hey, let's go. <laughs> yeah, we've already agreed. We're going together. Yeah, we have to. So the last one that I'm going to share for today is how oh, I've talked about this guy in another podcast I know, my friend, The Keeper. 
from the house that I had in Kansas. But one thing he did that made me laugh, and we had to have a talk about it, when I had decided that I had to sell that house and move out of state because my mom was terminal, the keeper really did not want us to go. He was particularly fond of the kids, and he was very protective of my children. So a realtor called to, to show the house. So the kids and I left, and the realtor called me and said, the front, the screen door is locked. I can't get in. I said, what do you mean? The screen door doesn't have a lock. It doesn't lock. You mean the storm door, the front? No, no, I'm in there. I just can't open the screen door. And it was very clear what had happened. And I just had to laugh. And I said, you know what? I'm really sorry, but clearly that is not the house for them. <laughs> I can't come home right this minute. So that's just not the house for them. <laughs> it's not going to go well from here. Yeah, yeah. He was, um, she, of course, had no idea what I was talking about. And I didn't think I should really talk to her about that because she lived two houses away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just wait until the upstairs bathtub starts leaking, right, in, uh, their, in their bedroom. Yo. Yeah, it could go, it could, that could go downhill fast. Yeah, it, yeah. So the keeper was, was wonderful. And we had to have a talk about, okay, you know, we do have to move. So we agreed that he would choose who was going to buy that house, but he had to make a choice. And that was only after he declined moving with us because I really did beg him to do that. <laughs> he was like this built-in nanny. It was great. So those are just some fun things that happened. Those are some great stories. Yeah, the sight of being a medium that people don't often think of, I think. Um, the fun stuff. So if I have not heard from you, I would absolutely love to. And if you're not in our Facebook group, we have a closed group, Life After Life um, Facebook group. It's for humans only, no spirits. Well, well okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we've talked about their technological savvy anyway. But I would love to... And greatly appreciate if you would leave a really great five-star review on whichever format, whichever platform you listen to these podcasts, and I'll be glad to accept you into the group. I also posted in the group a free angel meditation download. And even if you don't want to do the group, but you would like this download, if you would email me and just say, hey, I want the meditation, I will be glad to send you the link. It's a meditation to meet your guardian angel that I wrote, and we put it to music, and I've used it in a workshop and had some pretty good results with it. So I am happy to share that. That is my gift to you. You can get Thomas or me at Majana at lifeafterliferadio.com. So I look forward to hearing from you and seeing you again soon. In the meantime, namaste.